Welcome to Monday Sparkle. Now, do you remember a time when a Zoom was a treat that you'd get from the back of the freezer at your local co-op? It was a simpler time. Anyway, this is not a podcast about ice cream, more's the pity. So let's crack on with a discussion about online meeting technologies. If you've never heard of it, then please feel free to switch off at this point. But the chances are that most of us are using Zoom to connect on webinars, meetings and training events. Obviously, other technologies are still available. Do you remember Skype? I think that still exists, as do Microsoft Teams, Google Hangouts and so on. But Zoom seems to be king of the mountain right now. I was recently asked to do some training on using Zoom for coaching and leading small groups. So I'm going to start with something we talked about there. I think most of us have got the hang of the technicalities of setting up calls, using breakout rooms and so on. Feel free to contact me if you'd like me to do more on that. I can put it in a future episode. But for now, here are a few thoughts on how we use the technology really well. First of all, I think that some of us have got a bit stuck in how we run our meetings and that might be a reflection on how we run meetings in real life. I couldn't possibly comment on that. But I'm assuming that we're not here because we work for major financial institutions. So I'm not sure why so many of us are using Zoom as though we do. Partly it's because of how the technology by its design pushes us in certain directions. But partly I think it's also because we haven't had time to pause and think about how we adapt the tech to suit our needs rather than allowing it to shape us. So, for example, rather than rushing straight into lots of talking in a meeting, why not take a moment to think about how you're going to encourage discussion? So could you, for example, have a simple starter question that everybody has to answer? That gets everybody speaking at the outset, which then encourages them to interact later on. If you're doing this, how is somebody going to know that it's their turn? Is it going to be awkward? So rather than you controlling it, why not ask each speaker to nominate somebody else or get everybody to give themselves a number, change their screen name to the number and go in numerical order? It's actually not that different from leading a game well. Think about the order of play and explain the rules. Speaking of which, why are we actually not playing more games on Zoom? Seriously, it can lighten the mood, it gets people talking, gets people focused. So you could try passing an imaginary ball around the circle, you could play a game of charades, you could do that thing where you pass a toilet roll around the screen. There are lots of ways that you can adapt real life activities to the virtual world. And before you switch off because you think this is childish, can I remind you of the importance of fun, of remembering that we're three dimensional beings, of making the distinction between this meeting and the eight other online meetings that your participants have sat in all day. Maybe there's merit in a quick game of Simon Says. It is really important that people know the boundaries, so tell them how long the meeting is going to last and what's expected of them. Decide together what the etiquette is going to be. Cameras on, cameras off. Private comments enabled or not? What about using your real name, making sure that that's in the name box, unless you're playing my numbers game, of course, so that nobody's going to be embarrassed by forgetting somebody else's name? Decide whether you're going to use the comments thread for questions and comments rather than chipping in verbally. Encourage people to mute when they're not speaking. Sometimes it's actually just helpful to remind each other also of the courtesy of being present to one another. If you're leading the meeting, you need to lead. There are lots of ways to use Zoom and it's like in more imaginative ways. So if you were having a real life meeting, you wouldn't stare intensely into somebody else's face throughout. So why do you have to do it here? Why not encourage people to place their device on the other side of the room and engage from there? Could you do a real life activity like doodling or reading a passage silently with your mic switched on but not looking at the screen? Could you all listen to a piece of music together or look out of the window or find something beautiful in your room to talk about? Clearly, none of that's ideal if you're trying to run an AGM. But in most situations, there is some space for something that's less businesslike. You might just find that people are more engaged. Their problem-solving faculties are freer. There's more sense of community. The world's your oyster, really. And we're back to where we started. Ice cream. See you on Wednesday for some tips and tricks. 
Foolproof Bites is written, edited and produced by Fiona Stewart for Foolproof Creative Arts. Don't forget to like, subscribe, rate and review so other people can join the foolish fun. <laughs>